Hey everybody, this is Tariq Wynn, author, talk show host, sports analyst, TV show host, news anchor, you name it. You are tuning in to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and I am so happy today to have Lenora Lewis on with us. She is an incredible, incredible sports writer across a few different platforms. She's a writer for um, our brothers over at Ambush Sports. She's also a writer for Gridiron, Basketball Hero, and the Sports Forward. Um, she is also an, um, you know, a, a Giants fan. I, I ran across something that um, she talked about on um, Twitter, and it was after the big trade that everybody knows about and if you don't know about it I don't even know what you do with life um but she she has been um she's been you know letting people know kind of how she's feel a little bit about um the overall trade of um Odell Beckham Jr. to the Cleveland Browns I'm super geeked to have her on and I'm so happy um to get her opinion on a few different things that we'll talk about today because she's so incredibly knowledgeable um Venora how you doing today I'm good. Thank you so much for bringing me on your platform. Yeah, it is. How are you? I'm doing super. You know me. Well, actually, we just <laughs> met, but I'm geeked, right? Like, <laughs> so um, based on what we've talked about so far, I want to hop right in, right? So this week, um, we saw the world shift a little bit, and the Giants like move Odell Beckham to the Cleveland Browns for a first and a third, um, and um, Jabril Peppers, and so. Um, just as somebody who, you know, knows a lot about New York sports, I need to know your opinion. What's the vibe like in New York? How are they responding to this move? To, to be honest, for fans, the fan point of view, of course, it's doom and gloom. We feel like our team is tanked and this is going to be, we're going back into a black hole season. Well, a few seasons. That's how the normal fan will look at it. As an analyst, I look at it a different way. We lost this deal because we only got drill peppers. We had we didn't get much. What we gave away is such a huge asset. Lately, the Giants were giving away quite a few players. As we all know, Atlanta Collins was just traded to the um, Washington Redskins. We know that Olivier Vernon has left, so we're losing some big pieces, but we're not gaining things to, I would say, compensate for our losses. Um, the average Giants fan right now, uh, that day was hurt. There was kids crying. There were Odell fans for like life. And they were like four. And um, grown men crying because their favorite player has been traded. But overall, it's very confusing as a Giants fan to see your favorite player leave, but you don't see anything come that compensates it. I'm not mad Odell was traded. I'm mad that he wasn't. His value, he wasn't valued with his trade. We didn't get much from it. So you feel like the Giants lost in this trade. As an analyst, you're looking at it from that standpoint. The Giants lost in this trade. The first, the third, um, you think, and also getting um, Jabril Peppers isn't enough for the impact that you're going to lose by getting rid of Odell Beckham. I don't think so because I know the Giants right now are trying to do damage control since they forced themselves to win the not say they should have lost, but when the 
the uh, Chicago game back in the regular season when we were pretty much playing for draft spots. We're trying to get, we're trying to get a new quarterback. I know Dwayne Hoskett, Ho, sorry, Hoskett was our um, one someone that we were pushing for because we do need to look in a different direction. And I think the Giants made this trade so they can move themselves up in the draft um, in the draft spot. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this question: Where do the Giants go from here? From here, we have to really build. I know that we just signed Golden Tate, I believe that was last night, um, who's still not Odell. So we need to pretty much build around Saquon because Eli's not going to be our quarterback for five years. He has, at this point, Odell made Eli look better. There's no one making Eli look better now because. Eli is not throwing passes to Odell unless it's a free play, which I'm all for. But um, we need to look for a quarterback. So I think in the draft, we need to find a quarterback. We need to fix this disgusting offensive line. Those, so that's the two areas that the Giants need to focus all of their um, free agencies on. We need to find some good old linemen, and we need to find a quarterback. I know that they were talking about, about Josh Allen. I don't think Sorry, no, Josh Rosen. I don't think he's ready yet. I know that we've been signing a lot of um, Cardinals players, but I'm like, the Cardinals themselves weren't producing at top level either. We need to find new raw talents that you gave away our biggest asset. Are you looking at the possible? Okay, so there is a possibility that you could go after somebody like a Rosen, um, or there's a possibility that you draft somebody like um, Dwayne Haskins. Do you mm-hmm. think, which one of those two scenarios are more likely to play out? With this trade, I believe we're going to go after Dwayne Haskins. I think that makes the most sense um, because Josh Rosen just didn't perform. He didn't perform this year, and I know that um, it is rookie year. But Dwayne has a different type of spunk and different type of charisma, I think, that will fit in New York over Josh Rosen. I don't think Josh Rosen's even comfortable with the New York fan life. Because fans in New York, as some know, are very rough. Being a player in New York is rough. You saw Mark Sanchez. What happened to him after his um, unfortunate situation in, yep. um, <laughs> in New York? <laughs> life hasn't been the same. And, of course, I don't want nobody to... Happen that same type of circumstance happened to Josh Rosen since he's a young man as well. So I think Dwayne has a different um, spunk and different attitude that I think that can fit right into um, the giant system. Okay, okay. So um, I'm looking overall at the Cleveland Browns though, right? Because they now are, are scary. They, are they, <laughs> so the question is, do you think they're scary now? Um, and do you think their do you think their moves will translate into some um, postseason birth or some type of you know success? When it comes to the Browns, and it's not my bias. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, you have all the pieces. Now I need you to put it together. Just because you have Odell, Jarvis, Baker, don't get me started, rest, Hunt, all these people, you have to now develop a system that works. You have superstars, but how many superstars can't play together? And then you smell this money for what? Doesn't make sense. So until I start seeing some stuff going on with um, during the summer and during training camp, I just want to see how they play together. I know Odell and Jarvis are going to be fine because they already play together at LSU, so they know each other. 
but now we gotta get Baker to know them. We have to get girls. You have to get all these people to know how the the units work. And the star, because like pretty much Baker was the star last year, but bringing Odell into the system, it will be a little, it's a little star heavy. So I think the Browns, they are scary by just looking at them, but they could be a giant covered like a, a baby inside a giant. So it could be something like, well, always just flow. So we've got to see how that goes. If I want this, given that they're scary yet, I want to see how they play. I want to see how the whole team operates around all these superstars. Do you believe at all that um, they'll start to gather around each other, almost like a rally cry, because they are somewhat renegades, right? You have Nick Chubb, who was um, mm-hmm. selected in like the second round, right? Nobody really believed in him after he had a pretty decent career at Georgia. Um, you have Jarvis Landry, who was kind of you know put out of the whole Miami situation, right? Um, he didn't have his best year last year. You have Odell, who's now um, traded, right? The shaded son of the city of New York, all of a sudden. <laughs> Um, and then um, you have a Baker Mayfield who was drafted first, but nobody respected that pick until he came on the field and showed it. And then you have a Kareem Hunt, right, who everybody believes, um, you know, shouldn't even be on the field. Or a lot of people believe shouldn't even be on the field. Do you think they'll rally around that? I know. Well, one of those people, he just was um, his business for eight games that's been broke, uh, broke this morning. So he will, won't be a huge asset yet. But you're right. I will, I will say that. With all the doubt that's going, to, that will help fuel these warriors into playing well. But you still have to see how they play as a unit, because, like you said, Baker was people. Uh, Baker was picked first. People doubted Baker the whole season until he showed up. But when he showed up, then everybody stopped talking. They were like, "Wow, Baker's amazing. Baker's the best." I'm like, well, he had to get there. I keep, but um, all the other players, yes, they are veteran players, but they haven't played together yet. Like, they doesn't have the best season last year. So I want to see what they can produce as a unit because there's still no proof that this is going to be the dominant force in the AFC yet. You have dominant players, does not mean it's dominant force. Because we, see, we have seen, because like, even with the past Super Bowl, the... Um, New England Patriots were not looked at as the dominant team before the playoffs. They were like, oh, the Patriots might not even make it. Some people were saying the Patriots might not even make it to the playoffs. And they have no big names inside, of course, to go Tom Brady and Tom Gronkowski and Element, but there wasn't any breakout star that was focused on besides, of course, the big three. That didn't stop them from still winning the Super Bowl. And, of course, be champions again. But I think the Browns have a really huge opportunity to change their entire history around. Now we got the right coach. Because the coach that like the coaching is also a big aspect here. The the former offensive coordinator now head coach, he he did change the team around. The team turned around and they have been doing well. So I'm hoping that he can add these different type of attitudes and forces together and see how it will work. I'm not going to rule them out yet, but I think that people are jumping the gun and saying that they're now the head of the AFC. Because I still don't see them beating the Chiefs. That's my personal opinion. But um, I still see that's going to be a really good season for them. All right, what's up with it? This is Man Man, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked, baby.
Yo, it's crazy. There's so many moves that are being made right now in the NFL. Um, you mentioned the Chiefs, and they just picked up um, um, Tyron Matthew, right? They get rid of Eric Berry. There's so many um, different huge moves that are happening in the NFL right now. Um, just free agency has been exactly what they label it as or marketed as, as a frenzy. It's been yes. a frenzy. Um, and it's been um, it's been something everybody has to talk about at some point, right? Um, they've been dominating headlines. My question to you is, what are some of the best moves that you've seen so far? I really like Le'Veon heading to New York. I think him paired with Josh Allen is going to be a great team. And I'm not a Jets fan, as you know. <laughs> but I believe that was a huge move. I'm very excited to see that. I am excited to see what Mark Ingram does in Baltimore. But I have, I've been a fan of Mark Ingram since he was in college. So I'm, I'm so really mad about that. Venora, I'm You're so mad, mad about that. <laughs> Yo, oh, Saints fans are hurt. They I'm love Mark a, Ingram. I'm a Saints fan and I love Mark Ingram. Oh. And I really don't know if he shaded us or if we like didn't value him enough. Like I really don't know what happened in our relationship, but I know it's over and it feels so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know that when he was when he was in New Orleans, um you guys also did have a super, super young um, running back that was stellar. Sorry, that was is stellar. So it's really hard for him to get his shine off and get off and be able to still be the Mark Ingram that we all know and love when he first got to the league. But I know that pretty much he kind of shaved you guys. <laughs> you guys shaved him first. But I'm really excited to see how he performs in um, in Baltimore, especially with um, their new unit, getting rid of Joe Flacco and working with um, I refresh what's his name, the new quarterback. Uh, Sorry. Oh, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, sorry. Right. Yes, I'm really excited to see how him and Lamar Jackson work together in, under his leadership. Um, I'm also, I'm a little, um, I'm a little turned off with the Antonio Brown trade because mm. I really want, thought he would be better in um, Indianapolis with the Colts because I thought him and um, Andrew Luck would be a better pair. But I'm kind of wondering how that's going to go over there. So that's one of the ones I was like, huh, really? The Raiders, huh? Okay, so when it comes to like it's been, I've never seen so many things happening with football and in one like sorry not one day like two days than ever before. See all these superstars like go from one end of the country to the other. Some going from north to the south, south to the north. It's just been crazy, but it's been very exciting. Yeah, it has been exciting. Um, now, I know um, as, a, as a writer, you always kind of, sometimes you may be in reaction mode to what's actually going on. Sometimes yeah. you get a little bit of a clue or a hint or a feeling, or at least, right, about something that should be coming down the pike soon. Are there any major moves um, that could be coming up in free agency, right? There's still some players out there. Jared Cook is still out there. And Dominican mm-hmm. Sue is still out there. Um, Ziggy Ansar is still, still out there. There are some guys that are still out there. Are there some moves that you think may be coming soon? Hmm. That's a very good question. I know there's just, of course, we know it's still a frenzy, so things are still going to happen and are still constantly changing. So, actually, those are some big names we should all be paying attention to and see what's going to happen between today until Monday because, like we all know, things change overnight. But, um, 
I haven't gotten any tips yet, but I will definitely keep you posted and keep y'all posted what's going on. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Like, I feel like there's been no real tips yet. Like, there's been no, um, you know, nothing huge out there yet. Um, however, I know that uh, Jared Cook is, he was visiting the Saints yesterday. He's still there. He hasn't mm-hmm. left yet. Um, so that's one thing Ziggy on saw. Um, I think he... Um, is visiting the Saints today. He just left Buffalo without a contract. So I think he may be coming down the pike. I don't know uh, what's up with a few different guys out there, man, right now. Like guys like Randall Cobb. I don't know what's up with him. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that's out there that, that's still undecided. And which is, which will, because we all know we will we'll be decided soon. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, especially when we get close to the draft. So people are trying to, Teams and owners trying to rebuild right before the draft comes because we all are excited for the weekend in April. So all of our 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 teams out here and all of our players that are free agency they will have a home soon. Yeah, we just gotta all keep our eyes on ESPN, keep our eyes on NFL Network, and of course Twitter because Twitter does everything <laughs> to see what's going on. Yeah, what has the writing been like during this um this frenzy? Like, I know you have to. <laughs> I've seen some of your posts, right? Like, it's like bam, bam, bam. Like, what is up? How has the writing been? It has been crazy. <laughs> I've been up. I'm waking up in the middle of the morning at four o'clock in the morning. Terry is being okay. So this just happened, <laughs> and I've been writing pretty much all night, all day, all morning. It's just been a lot because there's a lot going on, and a lot of little trades that people don't even pay attention to because they're not big names, but they still are being traded. So it's just um, it's um, it's been a lot <laughs> to deal with, but it's been very exciting because it's not like. It would be uh, unfortunate if somebody was to get um, their contract ends and they don't go anywhere. That's unfortunate. But I haven't seen a lot of that happening, which is really good to see. Um, but at the same time, when you're writing and you're trying to keep up with everything, it becomes very overwhelming because it's just so much going on, which is why it's so helpful to have a team. And as you guys all know, that I ambush, a lot of my ambush um, brethren are on it. They or just like me, we're up, we're at it, we're writing and getting it together. So I will say from my personal experience, it's been, it's been overwhelming, but it's been very enjoyable because I have a team. If I was doing it by myself, this would be very, very difficult. Yo, um, we've actually had a chance to um, talk to some members of your team recently, <laughs> right? I think uh, Landon, he joined us um, this week. For um for aftermath the AAF podcast that we do with um with the Moose and so um yeah your team is pretty funny man like they're um <laughs> they're they're really funny they're really engaging um and they're really really cool so um, I'm glad to see you on that team and like surrounded by such you know cool people are you excited about um are you excited about what's going to happen at the end of this AAF season? I am. I really want to see. I know that there was a there was talk about the NFL loaning players, and as we all know, the XFL is coming back in 2020. So I just really want to see what's going to happen because the AAF definitely woke up the NFL guys. They woke up analysts because it showed that there's something we still have football after the first weekend in February. So I'm. I've seen some articles, even people talk about 
maybe the collab with AFF and NFL and um, the potential maybe AFF by NFL. That's like that's not hasn't been a main main subject, but it's been it's been mentioned. Also, you think I've the NFL a, may buy the AAF? It has been mentioned. Oh wow! Um, okay. A few articles, but it's not something that's a top priority. It's more like we want to see how we can they can pretty much combine and like see how like uh, also the AFF ends before the draft, so. Maybe there's a possibility some AFF players, you know, being picked up by NFL teams, especially the ones that stand out and are stellar and, and were breakout stars in the AFF. Because of course, NFL is the business, and if they if they have see more talent, why not dip into that pool? And um, with the XFL, the reason why it's really difficult for the NFL to even loan players to the AF the AAF is because if they loan players to the AAF. They have to also lower players to XFL. And XFL is coming out to be a, they want to compete with the NFL. So I'm really, I'm really interested to see how this all works out and plans out um, between the, the ten, well, soon to be three leagues. But I believe the AFF has made their mark and has shown who they are out here. Yeah, and I, I feel like you. I think they've made their mark too. I feel like they've mm-hmm. they've you know set out to be um, a player here in this space, and now they they seem like a viable player in this space. Exactly, they have guys that they've developed a fan base from nothing because these areas, some of the areas that um, the teams are even located, don't even have a team. They usually like in Alabama, they have um, a Birmingham team from the Birmingham Iron. Um, that area doesn't have. An, and NFL team a lot of a lot of that atmosphere they split between being Falcons fans and Titans fans. So a lot of um, and some Saints fans out there there's mixed in. Um, but now they have a team that they can call their own, so to San Jose um, and um, Orlando has a team that's not basketball, so they have their own team as well. So it, it's definitely brought football to areas where. They didn't have it before. When they had college, they didn't have professional, and which brought them lots of revenue and brought them fans and with the thing they needed to sustain. Yeah. So, look, tell people. Like, let's let's tell the people where they can find you, where they can find your articles, where they can um you know follow you on Twitter or I don't know if you're are you on Instagram as well. I am. Awesome. <laughs> where can the people find you? Follow you on Instagram and get the content that you're putting out constantly. If you guys want to check out my articles, uh, you can also always follow me on Twitter under Nora, N-O-R-A underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H. And also my, the same as my Instagram. You can find me on there. And I, if you guys check out thegridiron.com, thehoopsherald.com, and thesportsforward.com, you can definitely find all my articles out there. And, of course, you always find me on the Ambush home. Amber Sports Network on Gates. Well, look, it was exciting. It's so awesome to have you here. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. Um, we're super geeked, and we will have you back on. Um, look, I see that you you also write for um, for the NBA as well. So we probably need to talk a little bit of basketball at some point too. We can because I will. We can argue forever about March Madness, which is one of my favorite things, which is coming up. So hope you guys got your brackets ready because. I don't lose. <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, my bracket is pretty much Duke, 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 and Zion. 
So <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, what what I'm hoping for is is that scenario to play out, and if it does, then super cool, right? Um, <laughs> but look, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, guys, thank um, you. Yeah, absolutely. Look, if you're listening to this podcast and, and what you want to do is, um, you know, you want to rate us, feel free to go to iTunes, give us that five star rating. Um, I always say this, so don't be surprised if you are not going to give us that five star rating. Just DM us or send us an email or like whatever. Just like, you know, just like don't like <laughs> do anything <laughs> else. But um, but thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate um, you pleasure. joining us today and we will talk to you all soon. God bless. Bye. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all still. Hey, we're super happy to be talking to expert NBA analyst Chris Broussard, founder of the King Movement. Chris, what is the King Movement and what are some major events coming up soon? King Movement, King is an acronym that stands for Knowledge, Inspiration, and Nurture Through God. It essentially is a Christian men's movement, a national Christian men's movement. I want to invite all the men out to the King Summit, the fifth annual King National Summit. The theme this year is return to royalty because we as men need to return to being the royal priesthood that God has called us to be. And so I want to invite all men out there uh, to come check it out. Young men, older men. It's going to be a Friendship Baptist Church. We're going to have great, inspiring praise and worship. We're going to have enlightening workshops and breakout sessions. We're going to have... Uh, great prayer, great celebrity speakers and guests. Uh, and we're also going to have a three-on-three basketball tournament that anyone can play in. Please go register at kingmovement.com. That's kingmovement.com as soon as possible. It is March 28th through the 31st, 28th through the 31st. Hey, thank you, Chris. That is in Atlanta, Georgia. Man, look, if it's anything like the huddle, you will not want to miss this event. Go register right now, right now at kingmovement.com.